Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 3rd, 2019. I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. Well, we've been learning how to fellowship. Fellowship with God first, and then I'm going to teach on fellowship with man. But just on the fellowship with God side of this, this is part 23 of the series, and I'm calling this one Led of the Holy Spirit. If you're born again, you got to learn how to be led of the Holy Spirit in all things. So in our last message, I was talking about being led of the Holy Spirit. I'll continue to flow in that same vein. And what I'm going to do today is we're going to look at three different scripture passages. I'll say something about them, and then we'll get into the point. All right. So three different scripture passages. The first one is John comes from John chapter one. So this is John one verses 11 and 12. I'm going to read it to you from the New King James Version. The Bible says this about Jesus. He, Jesus, came to his own and his own did not receive him. But as many as did receive him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God to those who believe in his name. So in John chapter one, the apostle, John, is talking about Jesus and how Jesus came to his own people. And for the most part, the people failed to receive him. However, there were a few that did receive him. And to those who received him, to those who believed in his name, the Bible says, they were given the right to become children of God. The Greek word for children here is a word technon, right? And I'm giving you the Greek words for a reason. I'm, con- I'm going to compare and contrast them later. In Romans chapter 8, uh, verses 13 and 14, New King James Version, the apostle Paul is writing this time. And he said, for if you live or walk according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live or walk according to the spirit, then you will put to death the deeds of the body and you will live. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So here in Romans 8, the apostle Paul is contrasting the life that we can live in accordance with the flesh, like living as mere humans, living as mere men, or we can live being led of the Holy Spirit, which is how Jesus lived. So he was explaining that if we choose even as believers, to live in accordance with the flesh, then that leads to death. But if you put the the works of the flesh to death, the Bible says, and you allow the Holy Spirit to guide you, then this will lead to life. It is the life that God called you to live. So Paul calls those that choose to be led of the Holy Spirit, Paul calls them sons. And the Greek word used for sons here is the word uios. So I'm going to, later on, when I get to the points, I'm going to compare and contrast those two words. And then last passage is Galatians chapter 5. I'm going to read for you verses 16 through 18, New King James Version. This is what the Apostle Paul said. He says, I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. So he's contrasting. He's like telling... Way back in Romans, if you read Romans 7 before I quoted Romans 8, he was like, man, there's like things that I don't want to do that I wind up doing. And the things that I want to do is like I struggle to do those things because the spirit is warring against the flesh and the flesh warring against the spirit. He's saying the same thing here in Galatians chapter 5. So he says the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary one to another so that you don't do the things that you want to do. But he says, here's the th- Here's the good news. If you are led of the spirit of God, right? You are not under the law. He says, if you walk in the spirit of God, you're not going to be under the flesh. If you led of the spirit of God, you're not under the law. So in this letter to the believers in Galatia, Paul 
went to great lengths to describe. If you read earlier there in Galatians 5, he, he laid out very clearly, he talked about um, the works of the flesh, which lead to sin, and then the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which leads to life. And so he's contrasting the works of the flesh with the works of the Spirit. And then he boldly declared that if you walk in the Spirit or if you're led of the Holy Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, if you're led of the Holy Spirit, you will be empowered to resist and refrain from sin. People come to me and say, well, Rick, how do I stop sinning? How do I stop sinning? Listen, I'm not Jesus. How do I stop? Well, God gave you the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that Jesus had is inside of you. And so if you're led of the Holy Spirit, you will resist and refrain from sin. Now, I'm not saying, because the Bible says that if you claim to be without sin, you're lying. You're, you're lying, right? This is what John said later. So I'm not saying that you're going to be completely sinless, but look at me for a minute. I'm not saying that you're sinless, but if you're born again and you're led of the Holy Spirit, you should sin less, <laughs> right? So as a believer, we should resist sin because grace is not a license to sin. Grace means that you're free from sin. So you are free from the power of sin, through the blood of Jesus and the grace of God. So now, what does this mean to you today? You're like, man, Rick, you gave me three different passages. You talked about him, all of that stuff. But what does this mean to me today? Because it's Monday morning. I got a lot of things to do on my calendar. I got it. So I have five things to share with you this morning as it relates to being led of the Holy Spirit, fellowshipping with God, establishing your relationship with him. Five things for you. You ready? Here we go. Number one, the word translated children in John 1 and 12 is a word that gives us a, a picture of a, of a child, a young child or a baby. So once you're born again, you are a baby Christian, right? You're born again. So you're starting all over. You don't know what to do. I, I'm born again, but I don't know how to live like who I am. So, so you're a baby Christian. Then the word translated sons in Romans 8 and 14 uh, is a word that still gives us the connotation of, of like a father-son relationship. But this time it is more of a pupil or an apprentice. So now God, I'm following God as a pupil. I'm following God as an apprentice. I'm actually doing the things that he's doing. I, what he's doing, I'm doing. What I see, I perform. A baby can't do that, right? So now I'm at a different stage. So when you're first born again, you have a relationship with God, but you're like a baby. You're like a little child. You, you are born again, but you don't know how to live like who you are. You are the head and not the tail, but you don't know how to walk out your divine assignment, right? But you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, but you don't even know how to hear his, his voice. But once you actually start being led of the Holy Spirit, now you can live the way that Jesus lived. At that point, you graduate from being a little baby to being a full-grown son, a son who is an apprentice of the Father, a son who is a pupil, a son who is doing what the Father is telling him to do, a, a son who is performing the will of the Father on this planet being led of the Holy Spirit in all things, you graduate from being a baby to being a son, right? That's a different thing. You're led of the Holy Spirit. Now you're a son. You're not a baby. Number two, every born again believer is a child of God. That's John 1. But you graduate from the child stage to the son stage. This is Romans 8 and Galatians 5. When you learn to be led of the Holy Spirit, being led of the Holy Spirit is absolutely critical for you and I to become the men and women that God has called us to be. Number three, the point of making time to spend time with God is so that you can hear his voice and perform his will. That's the point. The more you develop your relationship with God, the better equipped you will be to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, to guide you, to direct you in all things. Number four, as you develop your relationship with the Father, 
directly, right? Through the Holy Spirit. So now you're coming to the Father in the name of the in the name of the Son directly, right? You don't have any other mediator. The only mediator we have be, between God and man is Jesus Himself. He is our High Priest. So I'm coming to the Father directly in the name of the Son. He is my High Priest. He's the only mediator I have between God and man, and the Holy Spirit is living on the inside of me. So now I'm coming to the Father in the name of the Son through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is my direct connection to the Father. And as I am walking with God, directly connected to Him through the Holy Spirit, watch this, I am going to have divine impulses that God will place in my heart through the Holy Spirit. And it is through these divine impulses that the Holy Spirit leads me and guides me into my destiny. It is through these divine impulses. Hey, say this. Hey, go this way. Hey, call this person. Hey, send this text message. Hey, I want you to do this. And these divine impulses, I'm talking to somebody I don't know. And the Holy Spirit says, Hey, this is a divine assignment. Hey, this is a divine appointment. I sent this person to you. Hey, don't just walk away from her. I need you to minister to her. You're like, Oh, okay. Now you got this divine impulse from God in your heart and you're doing what the Holy Spirit is telling you to do. You're, you're saying what the Holy Spirit is leading you to say. This is how we're supposed to live. Number five, and finally, once you're born again, God's spirit is living on the inside of you, but you don't know how to hear his voice or you don't know how to tap into his power. Now, at that point, you got a, a, a choice to make. The choice is yours. Either you can continue to live the way that you've been living. Yeah, I came to church. I was born again. I got it, whatever, but I'm still going to be the same person. Well, if you try to do that and continue to live the way that you're living, if you really are born again, then the Bible calls you a carnal Christian. You are carnal at that point because you're choosing to live in accordance with the flesh and store, instead of learning to live being led of the Holy Spirit. So you can either be a carnal Christian, so that means you're born again, but there's no difference between you and the world. Or you can make the effort to spend time with the Father, to learn to hear his voice, to develop your relationship with him through the Holy Spirit, so that Holy Spirit now can lead you and guide you as you walk your way through life. This is the only way that you will become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. This is the only way that you will leave the mark in this world that you were destined to leave. Live. <laughs> leave. I'm sorry. This is the way that Jesus lived. Jesus was led of the Holy Spirit in all things. This is the way that we're supposed to live. So as I close, I'm closing with a question. Look at me. Will you live in the flesh or live in the spirit? Will you, now that you're born again, continue to live the way that you were living before you were born again? Or will you learn to be led of the Holy Spirit in all things? Wouldn't it be a shame to get to heaven and know that you're born again and you're saved and God forgave you and all of that and, and to get to heaven and realize that you never walked with God? that you never listened to him, that you never learned to develop this ear to hear his voice? Wouldn't it be a shame to know that there was the grace of God was available to you to become the man, the woman that God called you to be, to leave a mark in this world that would never be erased, and you wasted that grace, that it was a misappropriation of God's grace because you were stubborn and selfish and chose to live your own life instead of the life that God planned for you to live from the foundations of the world. Wouldn't it be a shame? No. As a believer, if you're watching this video, I'm releasing my faith with you that you are going to be who God called you to be. You are going to learn to be led of the Holy Spirit in all things, and you will leave an amazing mark on this planet. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and declare this over your life. Repeat after me in faith. Say this. Say, Father, I made Jesus my Lord. I am born again. Your spirit lives in me. You are a spirit and the Holy Spirit 
is my direct connection to you. Through the Holy Spirit, I am able to hear your voice and know your will. Through Holy Spirit, I discover myself. I receive the revelation of my purpose and I tap into the grace to perform it in the earth before I die. Through Holy Spirit, I am led to abstain from sin and even the very appearance of evil. I develop my relationship with you in fellowship and I am led of you by your, by your spirit every day in every way. This is my declaration and I declare it by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Click on the subscribe button. Listen, if you're born again, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. Don't, don't waste him. I mean, don't waste the grace of God that has been made available to you. Make time to spend time with God so you can learn to hear his voice and perform his will on this planet before you die. I love you and God loves you. Do me a favor. Before you leave the screen, please share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. If you're watching on YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash Rick Pena, subscribe to the channel and also hit like. I, I want you to be who it is that God has called you to be. And so does God. So please cooperate with God so he can operate through you.